Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I um, pulled my hamstring today learning the WAP dance, and I am not proud of that. Roll the intro music. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to Wild Till 9, our weekly podcast. I have a moose on my lap currently. Special um, guest tonight. Yeah, special guest moose. Um, so if there are some uh, non-human-like sounding sounds, it's probably Jeremy, but if not Jeremy, it is moose, our mini bull terrier. Uh, yeah, and for those of you that don't watch the video, he is a handsome, well-trained <laughs> stud. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's all you need to know, honestly. Um, and uh, he's very cute. So if you're listening to the audio portion, um, go follow him on Instagram or something, or maybe just go like look at his face. You can visualize him being very cute during the podcast. Um, okay. Anyways, hi. <laughs> we are back. Welcome to episode five. Oh my god, we're doing it. Fuck. I know. I know. I know. I got a little feedback that um, there's a little swearing in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's gonna continue. I know. I think I've broken the hearts of a few 12 year olds who no longer feel like I'm appropriate to watch. And um, I want to say that I'm sorry, but I, I'm not. I'm just not. You know what? I was family friendly for so long that it is time now to release this side of me to the world because it's been in hiding. We're still family friendly. It's just family friendly after a glass or two of wine. And a little, 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 few little fuck bombs, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Um, on to the content. So this is a great time to stop, drop, roll, rate the podcast, subscribe and download on your podcast streaming platform of choice. It, really? It's doing quite well so far and I'd love for it to continue to do well. And we're surprised, honestly. I am <laughs> like, <laughs> shocked. 
And if you, but a question, if you're on YouTube, can mm-hmm. you, can you um, comment below what podcast player you use? Because we're trying to figure out, is it, is it Apple? Is it it's, Spotify? It's for science. So just let us know yeah. if you listen to podcasts elsewhere outside of YouTube. Um, since YouTube, I guess, is the only place they can leave a comment. Well, yeah. I mean, like Apple, you can do your rating review. Right, right, and I'm right, sure right. there's like random ones that you can. Yeah, but yeah. Like, okay. Anyway, um, babe, I have a question for you. Uh, okay. Before you ask that question, last episode <laughs> was me getting fucking railroaded the entire time. Okay. Graphic. So, um, okay. But you know what? Episode three was me getting roasted for the last quarter. So I feel as if we're even. What's the question? Um, you can break this down in either a ratio or a percentage is fine. Okay. Um, or if you want to list them all out, that's also acceptable. Okay. Um, but I'm curious to know. How many times, what is the percentage, the ratio, the breakdown of how many times you have been broken up with versus being the breakup E, like the receiver of the news that they don't want to be with you anymore? Mm. Um, I, for the longest time, my memory obviously lapsed in my favor and I thought that like, <laughs> oh, I haven't been broken up with. I've always been the breaking up with. Uh-huh. And then I was thinking about this question and, and when we kind of like talked about the shit a little bit earlier, I've definitely been broken up with. How did they do it? Not uh, not that I I have any plans or um ask. How did they poorly. do it? Poorly. <laughs> they did it poorly. They handled it poorly. <laughs> no, um, it was all very um, it's all childish shit. You know what I mean? The problem is that when you're young, you don't know how to cut shit off. Well, how old were you? Um, like what's young here? Uh, well, the youngest was uh, seventh or eighth grade, my very first girlfriend. Oh, but that's like you can have your friend go tell them you can throw them a paper plane with I, like. I did this thing where I didn't really date. Like actually date whatever girls. I was like, oh, you from- didn't want to be locked down in grade seven. <laughs> Just it's too much baggage. Um, no, I I didn't date many girls at my at my school. So it was. Oh, we liked the we liked the exotic kids from the other schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the Catholic school from the next neighborhood yeah, exactly. over. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if it was like a text or a call. It was definitely not in person. And what's funny is that's scary for a grade seven or no. What's fucked up is that the the. The person that I think my first girlfriend left me for okay. in like seventh or eighth grade, mm-hmm. my second girlfriend also I think left me for that same guy. That same guy? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So he must have been. He must have been putting down them good peck kisses. I think his name was Joey. I don't know his last name, and if I did, I wow. would say it. But fuck you, Joey. Wow. I wonder what Joey's doing now. Oh my god. Just give me like a few details of his life, and I'll track him down. Uh, we'll follow up with that. Okay. Wait, so you didn't answer the question though. What's the ratio? Like what's the um, percentage? I think five to one. Five to one, you've been the breaker upper. Yes. Break ah, up, yeah. Interesting. Do you have a technique? Like, um, do you have like a go-to method? No, I don't like it. For someone who doesn't mind saying things that are Abrasive, rude, um, kind of out of the blue, okay. harsh. Uh, all rude. <laughs> I'm not good... At least I wasn't very good at um, communicating that in a way that wasn't either to this is how I feel and this is how I'm going to feel tomorrow and uh, that's the end of this. Or on the other side of like, yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I mean, I'm still having fun, but you know, like I wasn't ever to really be able to like, like find that, that center. And I think the next time I break with, up with somebody, I'm going to nail it. Okay. So that 
that that implies that um we're not gonna be together forever okay got we it. of course got, be it, together got forever. it got it got it got it got it five to one that's like pretty good that's like you have been the heartbreaker not that there's not obviously like heartbreak involved when you right. break up with someone like that is totally not what i'm implying at all right. but i mean it is nice uh, not nice but it can the perspective could be that it is a luxury to be the one who kind of makes the call yeah I guess. I mean, it, it, before high school, although it seems like the world's ending, the world kept spinning. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a sad four hours. It, uh, four hours. Wow. You dealt with that shit quick. <laughs> okay. It's a sad couple. Of, well, you get over it. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. You okay, did survive. Same question. Okay. Um, I am. I am. Uh, I have been the break up er 100% of the time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there was there was one time where it was mutual-ish, mm-hmm. but it was my initiation of expressing breakup uh, <laughs> crumbs. Eloquent. Um, yeah, I uh, I could see that. But who would break up with you, babe? Who would break up with me? Better not be fucking you. I would never. <laughs> You'd kill me. I would. I would probably kill you. No, I'm not, I wouldn't kill you. I mean. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. That was a, a nice question. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> my question is post breakup. Okay. When is it okay for you, either the person that broke up with someone or got broken up with, mm-hmm. when it, is it okay for you to hook up with the next person? What's the time duration that needs to pass? Oh God. I mean, I feel like you can look at this a few different ways because like, okay, there's the black and white perspective. It's like, Okay, you just broke up with me. I am now officially single as right. of 10 minutes ago when you dropped that bomb on me or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you can look at it that way and be like, I can officially go dig around with whoever I want right now because I am not I am not in a committed, loyal uh, relationship. So right. I think there's like that perspective. So I'm not judging anyone if they literally turn around from being broken up with or break up with someone and go sleep with someone else. I also think that like if someone, if I was in a relationship and someone was going to cheat on me, I would feel better about getting broken up with and right. then them immediately leaving my house and going straight to their bedroom. Like I would feel better about that morally, I think, if... I was in that black and white area of like being broken up with or not. What's the fastest turnaround that you've personally witnessed? <laughs> and by witnessed, witnessed or been a part of? Participated. <laughs> um, 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 probably a week. Okay. A week? Do you feel good about that answer? Like, do I feel good about the doing of the action or do I feel good about my the truthfulness to my answer? Uh, the latter. You know what? It was probably within like a five to 10 day window, I think. Like, like a business days? Yeah, five to 10 business days. I was back in uh, back in action. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, What's the longest? A week? Five to 10 business days. Okay, got it. Yeah, so it's all, yeah. it's all about the- It's, it's all about- it's all, Got it. But I mean, we've talked about this in other podcasts is that like when I break up with someone, I have probably stayed in the relationship longer than I should have to begin with. Right. And I have really like- it's kind of like beating a dead horse. Like after the relationship I know is dead, it takes me a while to accept not, I mean, we talked about this before, but like accept the failure of that relationship and like moving on. So I've probably already overextended myself in that relationship. So once I hit that like black and white switch of like, okay, are we together or not? I'm like, I'm a free bitch y'all and uh, go do my thing. 
Got it. Okay. I would love to hear um, that question on your end because I have a, I have a, a, um, a little, a little. Uh, do you want me to answer the question or do you just want to allude to the answer? Yeah. Answer the question. Yeah. Minutes. Hours. Minutes. No, no, hours. minutes. Hours. Hours. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And, but I will say, uh, <laughs> unless like I'm forgetting one. Yeah. I don't think any of them were like, uh, okay, I broke up. I'm coming over. It was, uh, the deed has been done. And I was like, oh, I feel bad about myself and sad. Let me go try and replace this in some unhealthy manner. Oh, Boom. that's healthy. I said unhealthy manner. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We've all been there. We've all yeah. been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have so many more questions for the girl perspective on this though. Uh, okay. Okay. So speaking of, uh, of, of duration and time. Okay. When is it okay for you or when I say you for you or people that are like you or whomever. Yeah, yeah, whomever to fuck a boyfriend or girlfriend of a friend. Oh my God. Oh my well, God. Ex, obviously. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I mean, my gut reaction is never because okay. that shit is girl code. Um, but, uh, I think it depends on how close you are to that friend. If it's like an actual friend, the answer is never like fucking never. Like you don't do that. That makes you a shitty person and you what should not do that. No, because you would have had to do something bad to get in love. You don't just fall in love with someone being like, oh my God, gray sweatpant ween. I love you. I mean, that's how it works for me, but not for everyone else, you know? Okay, got it. So it's like, you don't just fall in love with someone out of nowhere. Like something has to happen. You had to have betrayed a friendship okay. for that to happen. So with a it's not that I disagree here. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, so with a friend, never, never okay, not okay. If a friend does that to you, cut them, cut them because that is not a true friend. Not physically. No, oh yeah, no, not, no, I just mean like cut them out of your life, right. like like snip them out of your, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, uh, but then I think, um, I mean, I think it's tricky. There's definitely gray area here when it's like an acquaintance. I mean, I think it depends, again, like what your relationship is with the acquaintance when you might have met that person in relation to okay. the mutual friend. I don't know, see things get fuzzy here because I think that I'd have to have like a specific scenario to be like, okay, this is how much time I think needs to pass before you can sleep with them. But I think uh, proceed with caution no matter what and go with your gut because if it feels wrong, um, it might be. Okay. It might not. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in that scenario where I'm like treading lightly or walking on eggshells because it's a friend's friend or something or a friend's ex even. Right. Um. So I don't know. Why? What's the male perspective on that? Well, I don't know if it's, I, I, I'm not going to speak for all males here, but from, from my perspective right. specifically, I don't think it's that complicated really. I think it's very much a, should you do it? No. The only time and reason you should do it is not a, a time and a duration or this or that. It's, is this act that you're about to commit with this girl or guy worth losing that friend forever? For sure. Yeah. And if you right. can answer that, I don't care, whatever. Wait, that's you, actually great advice though, because that, that, that right. helps define the fuzzy gray area. Totally, because if you are not willing to potentially. But here's the thing though, is that, sorry, not to cut you off, but I, I had a little light bulb moment. Um, if I just feel like some people are blinded by dick. You know what I mean? So, and this is a, this is the female, this is the straight female perspective. Um, and there are so many other combinations of this perspective, but I mean, like 
if there's a girl who's so in love with a dude, like, or the idea of the dude, they probably don't even know the guy that well, but they're so in love with the idea of like hooking up with a friend's ex. And in that moment, they're like, yeah, like, I mean, we haven't talked in like six months. Like, it's fine, whatever. Like, I don't, like, I, I don't even think we're that close. And then they go and do that and then it doesn't work out and then they can't rekindle that friendship. And they're like, ah, oh, damn, like I should not have done that. You so it's, have, it, but it's that's, tough. It's, it's tough. not that tough because you did the act and someone is hurt. That's, there goes that friendship. That person has every right not to trust you again. Absolutely. Totally agree. Okay. So that, I mean, maybe I, I guess that's, that's good advice. That is good advice. What do you like? I think I just overcomplicate things. You? I overcomplicate things. No. And like, I just like, I, I just, I'm so scared of hurting everyone's feelings. <laughs> you are. You are. I'm so scared. Yeah, but that's sweet. Yeah. Just, it complicates things. It does. But also like, I think friendships and obviously it's your style of friends and yeah. like, you know, your, your pal, but like. You need to be able to be honest about what's going on in life in all aspects, and this included. Absolutely. I mean, friendships are relationships. They truly are. Like, obviously, like, you're not fucking, or maybe you are fucking. I don't know. But, like, the communication needs to be there for it to be a strong relationship, just, like, generally speaking. Um, I feel like there was something that happened in my friend group, and we had, like, the most honest, open conversation, and everyone was just, like, thriving on, like, the level of communication that we were, like, working with and everyone was putting into the friendship what an incredibly ambiguous story yeah you know what i don't even remember what it was about like it wasn't even anything like it was i think it was it was literally someone overcomplicating something within the friend group but no yeah we just everyone communicated so well and i feel like that is just like i'm 27 now and it's like oh hell yeah by like 27 we finally fucking figured out how to talk to each other and like be honest and open and communicate like congratulations like i can assure you in five years we're gonna look back and go i knew nothing I know. at 27 i know well i look at 22 five years ago and i'm like you were a literal child who knew three things i if you asked jeremy at 22 mm -hmm. how much he knew yeah he thought he knew more then than i think i ever will know in my lifetime right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your brain gets a uh smaller i think as you get older because you're like this is what i actually know so not switching gears a ton but going on to the friendship thing can you from your perspective or have you been able to be friends with an ex i get this question in my dms every goddamn day <laughs> <laughs> pertaining to just my last relationship. Um, so it's been a fun question that just like gave me a little, like a little PTSD, I feel like. Okay. Um, when you ask that. Anyways, uh, I think in the past, generally, um, actually, no, I don't know. I, I thought I had an answer for, for that from my perspective, but it's it's kind of been all over the place in like different, in different situations. The first boyfriend that I ever broke up with deleted me off Facebook before I even got home from driving wow. home from his house. And I only lived 10 minutes away. Like it was an immediate thing. <laughs> right. And that, I assume that, that Facebook wasn't as big as it is now. So like. No, no, no. Like he probably had to click through like 16 things to, right. to, to yeah, to uh, take us out of a relationship on Facebook and then delete me and then block me. Were you removed from his top eight on MySpace too, or? I mean, we were past MySpace, but I definitely would have been booted from the top eight on MySpace. 90s babies right now are like, MySpace top eight. Be well, Gen Z is like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, MySpace. Tom? Okay. <laughs> oh, Tom from MySpace. Anyways, um, and then my next relationship, I definitely became friends with them after time had passed. Um, I think I initially had never had an experience where I'd been friends with an ex. So like I didn't, I didn't really initiate it. Cause like, I didn't really consider that like the norm or anything. And 
I feel like when you break up, you don't always know how emotions kind of like simmer after a year has passed. If they're like totally over it, if there's still resentment there, like you don't really know if you're not in communication, like how would you know? Right. And so we ended up, I forget what, something, something traumatic in their family happened. And I reached out just to like make sure they were okay after it happened. And it like rekindled the friendship and was totally platonic and friendly and just like genuinely happy for each other. And that was like a super, super healthy, like ex friendship. We didn't like hang out or anything, but like, it was just like, we would text each other once every other month like after i'd moved to la they'd be like oh like how are you doing like how has it been out there like oh i heard there's like hella fires like are you okay like stuff like that it was more just like well-being checkups um because we'd spent so much time together and just like a such a big part of each other's lives and then um later on i think my last relationship was just like the most what's the word um it sounds like somersault to to tumultuous tumultuous yeah that's the one i knew it had the right meaning um can you define that for me really quick and say it one more time so i can say it again tumultuous tumultuous somersault yeah but it's like it's like like rocky like chaotic right yeah is that right sure tumultuous right tumultuous um please let me know if you learned a new word today if you've never used the word tumultuous or if we're fucking the definition of that up Yeah, right. Or if our definition is just totally wrong. I mean, that breakup was definitely the most tumultuous. And um, I don't know, some shit went down at the end that was a little more unexpected. So I think there was like on top of already being so emotional from like breaking up from a long term relationship and relationships just like get more and more serious as you get older. And I feel like that's just a natural path. Right. Um, But it was not only the most emotional, but then we had some like other shit go down on top of that that was like unexpected. And so you're dealing with that as well. So I feel like there was just like emotions plus more emotions and then a little more emotions and then a little sprinkle of more emotions on top of that. So I think that there was a tougher situation to handle. And then we also had so many mutual friends. And so like some of our friends felt like children of divorce at the beginning because it was just like, not that you have to choose a side, but it just naturally you hang out with one person more than the other. And, um, they had to be a child of divorce for a little bit. But I think um, I think because of the industry that we are both in, um, it was a mature decision on both of our parts to make nice and be friendly and make it not awkward for mutual friends or even you to hang out with said ex. And um, it's been... I don't want to say forced, um, but it, it was the right thing to do. And I feel like it was very mature on both of our parts to be like, okay, for the sake of everyone else involved, including ourselves, this is something that we should work towards. It's like being friendly. I don't think either of you were that mature in the beginning, but yeah, it blossomed. Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you were- uh... I t- I, that's, that's why I said tumultuous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that, that word means all the things that you think it means, but yeah, definitely. Okay. Well now, okay. Well, um, we don't need to look up the definition. Define tumultuous. Oh, I, I tried to move Siri next to the microphone so you could catch it. Okay. So making a loud, confused, uproarious, excited, confused, disorderly. I would say disorderly. Yeah. Like one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Confusion disorderly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, maybe that's not the right word, but yeah. there were lots of things that happened. Lots of a uh, roller coaster of things. And oh, I don't know, just... you're making it more dramatic than it was. It was just some emotions. Some shit got out of hand. It got back into hand and then we're all friends again. Hell yeah. That was a, see, I'm overcomplicating. I'm overcomplicating. No. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm overcomplicating and now I'm I've, sweating. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, I mean, from your perspective and your past relationships, um, just give me that question back. Like what, like what's, what, what's been your experience? Can you be friends with the next? Yeah. Um, it's a hundred percent situational. I agree. And I have, if I've learned anything and it might just be me, it's not about, I think, I think I used to think that, oh, it was a bad breakup. We can never be friends or, oh, like things didn't work out. We can never be friends or like whatever, whatever that entails. I don't think it's really much about the breakup because time will fix that. It's not about who you were in the relationship. It's who you both become after the relationship, which really defines whether or not that's healthy. That's some deep shit right there. Yeah, these um, middle of, of the week after a workday podcast, yeah. complete different side. Hit different. Yeah, you want me to answer like a dickhead? Like, I mean, that was like so deep. I was like, oh man, yeah, that was good. But it's true. Like, I um, I mean, if I've dated 10 people, which I don't think I have, like maybe eight, seven, I don't know. If I've dated 10, there are half of them that I would enjoy getting a coffee with. Mm-hmm. And there's another half that I would either not be interested in or would prefer never drink caffeine again <laughs> you would choose never drinking caffeine yeah again than seeing them yeah yeah i mean i don't think i have anyone that i would go that intense with like that's that's and maybe that's because i was always the breakup er and i feel le- i mean do you think do you think it's less do you think it hurts less to breathe be the breakup er versus the breakup e in the beginning but then later on i feel like you think about how like you could i don't know it depends it depends yeah what's uh what's your <laughs> oh my god i am just i i hate myself what's your breakup routine like it's like a morning routine from like 2015 youtube videos it's like i wake up and i turn off my alarm and then play candy crush I mean, um I, like after being broken up with yeah what's your what's your breakup routine so we know um you go and fuck someone 10 seconds later okay that's number one on the list okay and then um, I immediately hyper-focus on all the things that that person didn't like about me that obviously oh. was like an insecurity. Yeah. And I spend 10 times more energy and effort on mm. addressing those things. Like, like just the amount of like times that I'll just like get in hella good shape, start like, right. like reading more, Were doing this, body doing shaming you, babe? No, 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 no. But just like everything is just like, I'm going to be a better version of myself. But right. like, I think there are some people that when like shit, hits the fan, they go into like, oh no mode. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like they recoil. Yeah. And there's some people who are like, I'm going to go off the deep end and do just like, like crazy shit. And there's some people that are like, I'm going to like focus on me. And I mean like, the breakup bod. Everyone right. knows what the breakup bod, like that's so common where someone you like. You got my breakup bod. Oh, hell yeah. It's just been. Um, you know what? Jeremy and I worked out with a trainer today for the very first time. Um, honestly, I hurt more from the WAP dance than I do that workout because I have been more consistent with my quarantine workouts. Uh, Jeremy. I haven't touched a fucking weight in a year and a half. I, I genuinely thought that you were going down. Like I, your face was so, I've never seen a face look so red and so pale in other places at the same time. I was genuinely concerned for your heart health. I mean, I was good for the first like 40 minutes, but then I hit yeah. a fucking wall. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway, so <laughs> back to my exes. Uh, no, like there are definitely some that like it, everything's cool and there's the ones that are not. And like, I don't see that changing, but it's not because of anything that's happened in the past. It's just like the person that I am today and the person that they are, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be friends. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When do you feel like you are the most emotional? Because I feel like there's like such this stereotype that when a girl gets broken up with, they cry and cry and eat chocolate and all their friends come over and like the movies have like painted this picture, right? And then after like a week has gone by, they just thrive. And then on the flip side, again, like this is what so this is what the media has like painted and portrayed is that guys like go out and they hook up with all these girls and they party and then they realize that they're that they are not better off without the girl and they miss them and they want them back and they're a simp for the girl and then they get really really sad afterwards right is that does that is that a line does does uh the media's portrayal of a a straight male's breakup pertain to you as a straight male uh i mean once again circumstantial because some of the relationships i got out of i was like wow that did suck um (laughs) so sorry to those women yeah yeah no i mean whatever um i think it was more along the lines of like after a bad experience with someone else that Mm -hmm. like highlights things or when uh, things just aren't going well and ooh, this is what it is when things aren't going well or there's something that happens and your brain thinks to share whatever happened with the person that you always share things with. Oh, but like they're in yeah. like they're in the oh, can't talk to them category. You either there's two there's two things that happen. You don't send that text. You're sad because you can't share it with them. You try to like redirect that mm-hmm. or two, you send that text and then you have all the consequences that go with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that opens up a, a the, new can of worms. I was worms. thinking about you too. Yeah. Um, I told you not to talk to me or silence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, radio silence, right. And, uh, you know, that's a that's a range of pain that yeah. any of those responses can um, deliver. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I feel, uh, yeah, I, 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 I feel, I mean, overall, I think it's situational no matter what the relationship is. Yeah, I just don't think that there's a one size fits all. No, absolutely. That's literally anything in every topic that we'll ever talk about is that right. there's not a one size fits all. And we want to make that very, very clear. Except for our love. 
is one size fit. That doesn't even make no, sense. No, 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 no. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that- this is a hot topic because people have very, very descending views on this thing. Okay. All right. Can you, as a as a woman uh-huh. or as a guy, uh-huh. be friends with someone the opposite sex or same sex uh-huh. that you were attracted to? Ooh. And I'm not saying you're attracted to that friend. I'm saying like you as a guy who's straight would be attracted to a girl. Oh, or I as see, a, I see. Or I as see. like two gay men yeah. or as two gay women, right? right? Can like, you be friends? Or, or, any gender, right? right? Or, Can right, you right. be friends with the other side and not have that come into play? I mean, okay, so again, speaking only from my perspective, yep. I personally have succeeded at many male platonic friendships. And I think that I have sometimes sensed that on the guy's side, that if I opened that door and let there be more, that they might take the opportunity. Oddly cocky of you. But- I mean, just in my 27 years of life, you know what I mean? Like it, it has happened before where I feel like if I had given the green light, they might have taken the opportunity and right. maybe not. Maybe I'm totally reading everything wrong and I'm a cocky fuck. Like maybe I have no idea, but my, my spidey senses, uh-huh. when I could sense the spidey senses in the room of like sexual tension mm-hmm. radiating off their body a little bit. I was like, ooh, don't like this, this is weird. And I would just like make sure to like sit on couches not near them. You know, I mean, I'm overcomplicating everything. Oh my God, this is my special power, overcomplicating everything. But no, I definitely do think it's possible. I think um, it, it again, situational. I feel like that's how I'm getting out of every question right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Saying situational. Um, but I think when my spidey senses did tingle, I just chose to ignore them. And I was like, ignorance is bliss. This friendship is great. But I mean, sometimes there have been guys who have done things for me in a friendship that are like above and beyond that. So not only were your lovers generous, your potential (laughs) lovers were also generous. My potential lovers. I mean, I feel cornered and sweaty. (laughs) No wrong answers here. Just ones that hurt my feelings. Right. Okay. Well, you know, suck it up. Um, Again, I think that I have had some situations where, again, spotty senses tangling in a friendship where a guy would like do something really nice for me, like really, really thoughtful and nice. And I mean, like I have a lot of guy friends. I feel like I almost am more comfortable hanging out with dudes than I am girls sometimes, aside from like my close, close girlfriends. I feel like I can just hang with the bros. And um yeah, I don't know. So I guess my advice is ignore the sexual tension. Um, ignorance is bliss. I, I don't think I've ever disagreed or thought an answer from you <laughs> so, on this podcast with such bullshit. <laughs> I mean, okay, but like, here's the thing is that I feel like there is a level of like malice that could go with this because I do know girls. Who, what? No, it's good. I just feel like the, I do know girls who have used like their sexual tension power to like seduce like quote unquote guy friends and doing so much for them. And I've like witnessed that and been like, oh my God, like that's like, why are you gross? Like, why are you doing that? Like the poor guy. I think the situations that I've seen that I'm like, ooh, this is toxic is that it's not reciprocated the effort and they're just using the person that they know is not in love with them, but interested. And they're like, oh, this one extra errand could be the thing that makes them fall in love with me. And then we can be together forever. I don't think anyone is is that intentional about like going above and beyond with little things to like win them over. I think that those feelings are just there and they'll just continue doing it and hopefully not get hurt. Oh, 
That's so sad though. Yeah. What's sad is that you are like, oh, I'll just ignore that and not communicate that. That's sad. What do you mean? I mean, I, obviously you can't go around and be like, hey, I noticed that you were super nice to me. I just want to talk about whether or not that was platonic. Like, obviously you can't. That's so awkward. No, no, that's oh my I'm God. Saying. I just shriveled up I, and died thinking about being like, hey, so that really nice thing for you today. I just want to say that it was like really nice, but like maybe don't do that again if it has like the wrong intentions. I was intentions. kidding. My point is <laughs> I would be a little more um, uh, indirect in terms of just like, I probably want to talk about who, if they were interested in anybody. In no, but here. I totally do that too. But then I, I feel like that can be used as a segue to gauge someone else's reaction on how the person that they're interested in is talking about. No, I don't know. Well, you overthink uh, the fuck out of I know, thing. I know. Oh my I God. Mean, I feel like I, I just like being in my mind is very stressful. I think that um, <laughs> guys are really, really bad at turning their penis off sometimes. Right. Like bad. So are you saying that my spidey senses were tingling were right? I think any man that is in the presence of you long enough would be foolish not to be interested. I just want everyone to know that Jeremy is, if you're not, if you're not watching the video portion of this, the component is just feeding me the most bullshit look of his life. No, but like, I mean, here's the deal. <laughs> I think that, that, um, and I get, I feel like I just like shit on guys this entire podcast, but like, I, I know a lot of guy friends that are first in line uh-huh. to fuck up that friendship for the chance to like hook up with hook the, up girl. the girl. Yeah. But here's, I guess here's, and this is just from my experience and my friends a lot of them, although they are, would be down, I would say, it's not to say that they're actively interested. But I will say the, I think the driving factor for a lot of that for guys yeah. is not that like, oh, I'm interested in hooking up with her. I want to hook up with her. I'd like to be with her sexually mm-hmm. or, and, or even that I want a relationship with her. I think it's a, when a situation becomes something bigger or the opportunity for a situation to become something bigger mm-hmm. and that like scratches the itch of like feeling wanted or like, oh, I'm good enough for them on multiple levels. That's just like, a, oh, green light. It's not like a, ooh, but- should I think about this? Maybe I shouldn't do this. It's just like, a, oh, hell yeah. Why not? We'll think about the repercussions of that tomorrow. Yeah, see, my overcomplicated brain would never just dive into something like that, I don't think, without thinking about it for at least three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, so the, the, the follow-up question to that is, have you ever had a friend or friends that you're friends with, both of them, and you're hanging out and everything's cool, and you find out later they've been hooking up? Yes. Yes. And, yes, I have. And not told anybody about it? Yeah, but you know what? I I feel as if I can play devil's advocate because I if I were to be in that position, you wouldn't want to mess with the dynamic of the friendship. You know what I mean? So I have had a group of friends and- um, Who are all these friends you can't be honest with? What, what do you mean can't be honest with? They weren't honest with me because they were fucking. What do you mean? Okay. I was on the outside of this one, (laughs) but we had, we had just like a big, big friend group. And there was, there was a lot of us, there was like 10 to 15 of us that could hang out in groups of whatever at any time. And two of the people were hooking up, not dating. Out of of 15, two of them are always hooking up. I mean, there was like, there was like a core group and there was like, yeah, but, um, they kept it a secret for so long and actually lied about it when someone, um, addressed it. And it was like, they didn't like put them on blast or anything in like front of everyone, but I think it came up somehow and someone mentioned it and they ended up lying about it. It was like in a one-on-one conversation. I was not there, but um, yeah, but I think they were just scared to mess with the dynamic of the friendship, which I I truly do understand both sides because they don't want to be treated differently. They don't want to make anyone else awkward and they don't want the dynamic to change. I think especially if like they're not planning on dating or they don't know where it's going or just like doing whatever, right? It's like, they don't want to risk 
messing up the friendship, especially if things might go back to normal. And I mean, quote unquote, normal, like do things ever go back to normal after you fuck someone? Like, I don't know, but like. Depends on the person. Depends on the person, yeah. uh, of course. But yeah, they uh, they hooked up and then um, lied about it. And then one person ended up with uh, looser lips than the other and confirmed it. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's weird. But I, 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 and maybe it's just because like the type of guys that I if like acclimate towards. Okay. The blunt honesty is part of the relationship. Right. I mean, to be friends with you, you have to be able to like A, dish honesty and B, take honesty. I just like, I'm fine with having, if I never have a new friend ever again in my life, like I've got such a core group of people that I already know and love. Like Moose I'm and good. I? Yeah, you and you and Moose. Yeah. But like, I just don't, I, and I get not everyone's like this and, and they think it's rude to not sugarcoat things or just ask what you're thinking. Right. And I'm not saying they're like getting people's business. And obviously if they're keeping it a secret, it's their secret. Mm -hmm. But if the secret's impacting the rest of the group and you want to maintain friendships, then you might want to be a little more communicative about that. I just feel like people are scared though. Like they're scared that the outcome is going to be worse than whatever the present is of not saying anything. Yeah, I get it. And again, I haven't been in this situation, but I feel like playing devil's advocate, like it's, it's risky. It's risky because if things are okay in that current moment, they're like, why would we risk messing this up? Definitely. I get that. Yeah. Okay. So have you, um, not necessarily on the boyfriend side, right? Like, uh, or an ex-boyfriend, have you been able to hook up with someone mm-hmm. and then become friends and just hang out in a platonic sense afterwards? No, 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 no. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. I also too haven't slept with the same amount of people as you have. Um, and I you can, you can do with that information, uh, audience as you would like, but, um. Why did that have to come back to be an attack at me? That wasn't an attack. It's only an attack if you thought it was personal. Was it personal, Lauren? No, 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 no. Just is your number Lauren's high? Lauren's voice gets really high when she lies. <laughs> and case, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to know if I'm lying, it's guys. I've had more. I've had more sexual partners than Lauren. There's a fact. That's a fact. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm so saying. Anyway, back to my question to you: Have right. you been able to become friends with anyone you fuck up with? No, but I just don't think I've ever had the opportunity to make that happen because, like, uh, it's been like relationship sex and then like super random person that I saw two or three times and never saw again. Sex. Like, Got I've it. never had anything in between where I like would run into them over and over again. And that's partially due to moving cities at some point as well, um, is that I left people in uh, another country, literally. <laughs> but I I am such like, I don't know, this is gonna sound so, like I literally hate that I'm gonna say this, but like, I feel like I'm not like an, I don't wanna say empath, but, I, but like I, take on people's energies really easily. And I can like read when someone's mood changes immediately. And I kind of absorb that. And so like, if I'm feeling weird about potentially having slept with someone just say six months ago, Uh and I start overthinking that they're feeling weird about it as well. Or like even just knowing that we at one point had sexual chemistry, like I don't think that I could make that energy between two people go away. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you a, a, There's no right or wrong answer to this question, but I know that that's your your truth and a fact for you. Okay, I'm scared. Do you think that's the same case, honestly, for me? (sighs) Like the rational side of me wants to say yes, but like the girlfriend side is like, bring a bitch that you've slept with around here, and I will, I will Uh, kill. This was not my. This was not. That was not (laughs) going to be the next step here. Okay, well, um, I think. This is my exit for every answer. Situational. Are you kidding? Um, okay, well- You might as well run I for mean, office with the amount of politics in your <laughs> this podcast. 
Give the people the answer. We're honest I, with them. We are honest I'm with these thinking, people. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I know. I know. I have knee sweat. Like that's how honest I am. Is that like you I'm have knee sweat sitting downstairs? Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. Let me think about this. Some people. See, I think it's just too hard because I'm your girlfriend. I have a fun story to tell. So one time, this is like kind of unrelated, but this is just an example of me wanting to kill a bitch. And I'm not a jealous person. Like I, I really am not, but there's just like, I You're, get- You- <laughs> I, uh, Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm not a crazy jealous girlfriend. Like I'm not stereotypical, like text me at all times. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of like I'm gonna do crazy. what you did to me. I'm gonna do what you did to me, okay? Who's more jealous, me or you? This is not a hard question. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Can I, can I, wait, wait, can I tell people what you said after last week, last week's podcast? What did I say? About oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that we are the same amount of territorial and protective. Bullshit. But not controlling. No, you're more territorial than I am. I don't I know. Would, no, because I would love, I, I would absolutely enjoy uh-huh. watching you mingle in social in a like be social in a room with every guy you've ever slept with but that's because you know that i'm awkward and i would die in that situation that'd be entertaining for okay. everyone it'd be funny like i know i, I know that'd like, be funny right and also torture like that's so it'd be funny <laughs> no, it be no you don't even <laughs> in a room with all the women that you've ever slept with that's, you know what i'd do hey jeremy nice to meet you it, it's samantha you fucking asshole Oh my oh. God, that's the second time we've used Samantha in the podcast. People with the name Samantha are like really stressed right now at home. Choose a new, choose a new uh, basic- It's Amy, dickhead. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm not going to ever with an Amy. Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so I want to be very clear that I'm not controlling. Neither of us are controlling. Like that jealousy component, we absolutely do not have, but uh-huh. definitely territory. Wait, okay, so this story that I want to tell. I really need you to answer the question before we go to the story. No, I want to answer the story. Wait, wait, I forget the question already. What's the question? Who's more jealous? Oh, uh, I don't like the word jealous though, because that gives like uh like the the connotation of like controlling and like that's not the right word. Who's more territorial? Me. Thank you. I will kill a bitch. Yes. <laughs> Make eyes at my man and I will come for you. You're way <laughs> more jealous. Um, so this bitch at Coachella last year. Ooh, ooh, I'm mad just thinking about it. <laughs> and like I just want to be very clear, like, I'm not actually mad. Like it's such a funny story, and we've told so many people because it is a funny story. So we're in line at Coachella to get food, which is like it, it's like a it's like a 45 minute situation where it's you're process. in line to get like two shitty chicken tenders and some like cold fries for thirty five dollars for thirty five dollars. And we're so we're waiting in line, hanging out um, with our group of friends. And I mean, we've been staying there for like twenty minutes, so it's like everyone's just kind of standing there. It's like we've we're tired, we've chatted all day, like we've we've been hanging out. Right. And I turn around, Jeremy's talking to some girl, and I'm like, mm, whatever. And uh, I, you should play out this side of the conversation because I wasn't involved in this part. Uh, she came up to me. Mm-hmm. I saw like we were like in line at the same parallel spot or whatever. Maybe she was like leaving or whatever. And she's like, Jeremy. I'm like, oh my god, how are you? Fuck. And we'll call her Sarah. This is Sarah. And Sarah comes up. Oh my god, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? Like nice, like super sweet, nice, whatever. And. Like we like talk, but like, I'm really trying to move on from this comment. I'm just like, I would like to not have to introduce them. I really would. And, and, and not- when he says them, he means Sarah and I. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it just, it, it, it's been too long. I've been talking too long and I have to, hey, yeah, hi, Sarah. This is um, my girlfriend, Lauren, Lauren, Sarah. And she goes, oh, nice to meet you, hi. And immediately turns to me, blocks off Lauren and goes, so like, are you seeing anyone? And 
I could feel, <laughs> I could feel Lauren's fucking laser, laser daggers. Daggers. Just daggers. Into my fucking neck. I was like, yeah, I really am. It's right there. Okay. Anyway. No, um, the daggers I, were not you. I want to be very clear. Daggers. Like I could feel the, the side beams. Girls supporting girls. Not the energy. Not the energy. I mean, like, I just, like, I, this is my girlfriend, Lauren. Okay, Grand. So, like, are you? She literally, anybody? like, chose to omit that information. Just it. Yeah, just, just one in one ear and out the other. We're going to assume that there was some audio issues or oh, something no, no, going no, no. on. No, we shook hands. We shook hands. Like, there, were, there was, there was a. Not to mention, full... when's the last time you shook hands with anybody? Oh, my God. Yeah. What is shaking hands anymore? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, that was up there with one of the more awkward, but funny. But fun, doesn't mean that, that story is so funny because like I was, I don't know if I've, that's one of my top three territorial moments of my entire life. Just because the audacity that this Coachella bitch had. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would have enjoyed the opposite situation of that way more. But see, like, I feel as if it would have been more enjoyable had I still been a part of the conversation because you introduced us and I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. So I turned around. Right. But I should. That was the biggest mistake of my life. I should have stayed in that conversation. So she could have said that and I could have been like, bop. Lauren's fascination and obsession. No, 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 no. We're no, we're not encouraging violence. We're not encouraging violence. But I would, I would have really enjoyed that encounter and I'm not entirely sure what the outcome would have been. I don't know how many drinks I'd had at that point, um, but I'm sure it would have been entertaining well, it was for everyone. between one and two at any point in time. I mean, drinks are just so hard to get at Coachella. It just takes forever. So I realistically, I don't even know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Something that, not to change um, directions and tangents from what we just did, but uh, I'm glad that we decided and everyone can be in the audience can decide who they think is... A little more jealous, but <clears throat> something that I think is interesting and plays a role in all this shit. I think I just heard moose fart. No, I. It was my my throat. Um, literally like swallowing, but not swallowing. It was like a weird. I don't. I'm not entirely sure what happened. Don't cut this part. <laughs> anyway, something that is interesting that I think is is so indicative of like our upbringings and where we're at today and like how we live and work. Friend dynamics. I have a question that I need to ask you really quickly before we move on to this topic. Have you ever gone through a girlfriend's phone? Yeah. You have? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Before the time of, like, face ID and thumb unlock. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. What did you find? Also, why did you go through the phone? What were you looking for? Like, did you have evidence to be like, the only Ooh. The only time I've gone through a girlfriend's phone uh-huh. is because I had a weird feeling. Yeah. And I was 100% correct. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I just feel like that'd be the worst feeling ever. I, I haven't had that experience, but I've had yeah. friends who have, and then they, be, oh, so it, it's so shitty because I feel like, um, for my one friend who had it happen in high school, she had gone through her boyfriend's phone and obviously he's in the wrong more because right. he's cheating, but it's like, she did something that's, you know, uh, quote unquote wrong to find out. And so they have something to use against you when you're like, you're, are you cheating on me? Yeah, but th- here's the issue. This is this is how that that person gets caught up. Because when I found that out, yeah, um, I don't like know how long I, like, I waited before I was like address the issue, right? But I was like, I want to be very very clear. I did this, right? I saw this, yeah. 
and we need to discuss this. Right. As opposed to being like... Discuss? You, to use the word discuss, I'd be like, get your shit and get out. Yeah, anyway, the point is... <laughs> That's so nice. God, I, the, the times that I'm nice. No, but <laughs> I think there's a difference between that and the person who's like, so um, is there anything you wanted to tell me? This, oh, oh, yeah. And like, I think that people get so caught up in the dramatic flair of like, I want them to admit it. Well, they didn't mm. admit it, so that's why I'm breaking. No, you're just playing games. What yeah. you need to do is discuss the fact that like, one, you thought there wasn't a reason to trust. Two, you looked at it. You're correct. And mm-hmm. three, how do you fucking get through either that or button that thing up and say best of luck? <sighs> because I also think there's a problem if you're looking through somebody's shit and there's nothing there, and to the point where like, if you have to look like, I know your pat. We know every. You have all of my passwords. You know uh-huh, what I mean? You're uh-huh. not snooping through my shit. You got my shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, there's no snooping here. No. Because you, you've had my fucking GPS location since our date. <laughs> since day two. Since day two, because <laughs> I got lost in the neighborhood. And, like, we share every password and yeah. have, like, a... Yeah. A, yeah like a it, joint password right. thing. Right. Yeah. So, I'm not talking about that level of, like, oh, I we use the same devices and mm-hmm. I saw this shit. I'm talking about you, you felt like you needed to go out and fucking snoop. And yeah. you either found something or... Equally as bad, you didn't find something, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you need to look inward. Yeah, yeah, no, that's tough. Okay, anyways, uh, carry on with um, uh, friend dynamic. Yeah, I- so, like, okay, friend dynamics. I think that it is like listening to you and the way that you describe your friends and the way that like you are very close to your friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that like being in LA, we've got a couple tiers of friendships for sure. And I don't think that's necessarily because we feel like we need to appease lots of people. I think it's one of those things where. You know that working in an industry where there's so much bullshit, Mm -hmm. it's just like you got to constantly weed people out. Oh, my God. Yeah. I also just feel like, too, when you get older, you value the time that you have to spend with others so much more, so much more. Like, I feel like when I was in high school, I would just do things to do things and like be out. And I didn't really care who I was with. Like, obviously, I had like my closest friends, but like I just wanted to be busy and like hanging out and like doing things. But now I just feel like time is so much more valuable. That makes me seem like I'm like taking like towards my death or something. But like, <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, like you value your close friends. And I just feel like I don't have time to like hang out with shitty people or fake people and fake friendships. Not to say that I don't have like acquaintances that I see at events and are friendly with. And like, we're totally good. And like, if they asked me to get coffee, I'd be down. But like, I you feel don't even like- drink coffee. I drink very diluted coffee with um, soy or oat milk. Like if I asked you to get coffee, I'm not even sure you'd say yes. <laughs> that's that's not true. Okay. That's not true. A skinny vanilla latte Got made it. with soy milk mm-hmm. and light ice. I think, and, and this is oddly deep again, so apologies. I think that the older I get, the more I am precious with time in every aspect. Like when, sure. I, when I was a kid... I didn't think about how much time something would take me. It was like, oh, what does this pay? Or what is the outcome? What is this and that? Mm-hmm. It didn't matter how much time it took. Oh, I want to do that. I want to earn this check. I want to do this. Whereas now it's like, it's not to say the outcome, the ending isn't important, but like, what's it going to take to get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, time is time is like different as you get older, I feel like. And that's something that you learn as you age. But we have, although like more time than ever, I think when you're like in four years of high school or four years of college, it feels like eternity, yet it's, flying by all at the same time. Oh my God. Okay. High school felt like 19 years. Like high school felt literally never ending. And then college went by just like in a snap, like it went by so fast. And then I think of like, I've been out of college for six years now, university or whatever. And that's gone by even faster. Like time just keeps speeding up. Like some days, obviously it feels like time is literally not moving. Do you, are are you good? Yeah, I just want to like, just 
my legs sweating against this ladder okay, over here. I mean, that's what you would, th- yeah, a five-inch inseam, you know? I'm trying to not just have balls in the camera. Yeah, don't put balls in the camera. That's that's how you get demonetized, and we would like to pay back these uh, camera debts. Um, so anyways, uh, balls, camera debts, where was I? Don't dare cut that. <laughs> um, time is very valuable. I value my friends. Uh, I think a lot, I feel like, I feel like I get so many questions about like, does LA actually have all these fake people? And I think the answer is that there's fake people in every city and no matter how small your town is, you can find ingenuous people no matter where you go. I think LA- Disingenuous. What did I say? Ingenuous? Is that a word? No. Fact check us? I don't think it is. Disingenuous sounds right. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, but I think you can find fake people everywhere. There there probably is a higher amount of fake people um, in LA I just because like the, our industry is so superficial. Uh, yeah, I also think that there's just higher like stakes in a lot of different verticals and people feel like they need to pretend that they're more than they are to get there. Whereas totally. that's not necessarily the case in Accounting. Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We went, we went two different routes there. Accounting. Accounting. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like people, especially in like the influencer side of things, like love knowing everyone. And like that, the thought of that just stresses me out. Like as a partial introvert, like that just makes me sweaty thinking about that. Well, also when you realize you have nothing in common with that person behind their cell phone, you just use the same filters. I am, um, I'm going to push back on one of the answers you just gave. I got to be honest. Uh, okay. You... You didn't, um, you said something about- You, I hated that noise that you just made. You said something about, okay. You said something about um, doing things because you felt like you had to or like- In high like, school? Yeah, or like, like, oh, it's Friday, so I will go out. It's yeah. This, I, was sort of, yeah. I think there's still a few friendships and relationships and things that you feel indebted to. Okay, um, yes, definitely confirming that. But I also want to say that pre-COVID, there were definitely some things that I did because I felt like I had to because my group of friends uh, wanted to or because it felt like there was pressure on like social media to also participate in whatever that like outing was or something. Right. And I feel like honestly, like the pandemic happening made me be like, I feel like I'm never going to see that person again because right. I don't have to. Right. Like I could just choose to not do that. And you always give me shit when I like am dreading doing something. You're like, you're 27. Like you don't, you get to make your own decisions. You don't have to do this. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but like I should, but like, I don't, I don't want to. But the best like, part about living in your own house and paying your own rent uh, and doing everything is you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I know, I know. Like when you are in junior high and high school and your parents say, we're going to go to aunt kathy's house oh my god i was thinking aunt kathy in my head too shut up i don't Uh, even have an aunt kathy let's get married oh my god um no but like (laughs) you you just kind of have to right and like that's the best part of being a grown-up and for me my friends the people that i actually really really fuck with Mm -hmm. they get that like yeah it's not to say that like to me just short of you making plans with one other person and them changing their schedule Mm -hmm. there's a group of people there's a thing or that or whatever you should be able to communicate at some point in time in advance, not like the second of, but yo, you know what? Uh, shit day, uh, wasn't the day. Let's kick it again sometime next week. Um, wish I could be there. It's not gonna work tonight. And they need to be able to go, for sure. 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like uh, the people that I consider my actual friends are absolutely like that. And um, I feel like the most classic thing ever. And I don't know if it's just this city because I feel like people did this in Toronto, too, is like the fake making of plans yeah. being like, oh, my God, like we should totally get coffee sometime. Like, yes, absolutely down. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Like, have you been to Alfred? Like they have the cutest matcha latte. We can take Instagram photos. But then you never actually pick a day. And it's like you're both making good on obviously showing interest. But right. like no one actually pulls the trig on like wanting to pick a day and pick a time. So like you're just like. Rewind, mm. did you just um, abbreviate trigger to trig? Yeah, pull the trig. Ooh, okay. You know um, who I actually think I got that from is Remy because when she, she's really, really good at. Shout out Pretty Basic. Shout out Pretty Basic. Not that they needed our shout out. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> pretty Basic, uh, can we get some shout outs over yeah, right. here? <laughs> no, but like Remy's so, I think I got that from her because I think she says pull the trig when she wants to, um, when she's like too drunk. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what a nice light to put her in. Right. Anyway. Uh, I'm like queen. What do you mean? Queen of pulling the trig. <laughs> I just, um, and I, what, my favorite part about being in LA is that every once in a while when I, I say no to something. Yeah. You know, like we should like do this. No, I don't like oh, hiking. Hiking's the perfect fucking oh, example. Oh my God. Every Jeremy. single person in the city is fucking obsessed with okay. walking up hills. It makes no fucking it's sense. It's a great workout and the views are incredible and it's dog friendly. Literally, what is not to like, you were complaining about your jawline the other day. This is how you could get your jawline back is hiking and Moose also gets exercise. Maybe Moose could find his jawline too, you know? Did you just out me that I'm not happy with the way that my body and facial structure looks like to everybody? Well, welcome to my fitness journey. Don't keep me accountable. <laughs> anyway, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not in. I'm, there, there are a thousand things that I'd like to do with friends. I guess when I'm like, hanging out with friends, yeah. it's not to say I don't like an activity. Walking up and down a hill in the sun doesn't seem like my cup of fucking tea. It and doesn't so have to be your cup of tea. Well, I know. But my favorite part is when someone's like, oh my God, like we should like go on a hike. And I'm like, no. And I, they look at me, I think, because I'm just like... Okay, no, 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 no. But I feel like where, thing go, where things go wrong is your delivery. You're not like, oh, you know what? I don't really fuck with hiking. Like, how about we do this instead? Like, you just you just straight up start with, nah. And they're like... <laughs> yeah, I don't like hiking. No, a lot of... Not even that. A lot of them are like, yeah, I know. It's like, what do you guys usually hike? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't hike. No, yeah, but like... I, I just feel like the delivery, if someone doesn't know your humor, is like... And I don't want to walk up a hill with them if they don't know my humor. I'd rather just fucking be alone. I that this is what twenty eight looks like. Yeah, this is what twenty eight looks and it's, like. And like, I'd like to consult to like to consider myself a relatively social person, but yeah. like, I don't need the I don't need to walk up hills with people I've met two Dave, times. Dave, hiking's before. not your cup of tea. That's it's okay. Not. It's, it's okay. Not. Moose and I have so many hiking buddies that we we scratch that itch with other friends and other dog buddies, and it's totally fine. I thoroughly enjoy a good sit, a nice glass of whiskey, some music, popo, or go to a bar. Windows open up again. Yeah, what's a bar? I was yeah. gonna say, what is that? Or play some Monopoly <laughs> deal. It doesn't have to have alcohol, but like, I don't want to walk up a hill. Yeah, no, no, that, that's that, that's totally fine. Um, so uh, the, the question was, don't you feel like there are some friendships where you are beholden to what it was? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I feel like that can happen when uh, in a few different scenarios. And like, these are just the ones that I've experienced is that one, you've been friends for a really long time and you feel like history has to hold you together. And that time that the time that you've spent in like growing up together and maybe like you grew up next to each other and you went to your first dance together, whatever it is, you know what I mean? This like, is the difference between guys and women right here. Oh my God. I don't know, but this is, welcome to my brain. It's very you stressful know, in here. You, I had no idea how much you're just thinking about all of the possible scenarios and outcomes that haven't happened. Do you see what happen. I have to nap every day? Totally. My brain is on 
overdrive all day from the moment I wake up. So, okay, going back to my point, I feel like there's time that can hold friendships together and you feel like because you've been through so much and you've been friends for so long, like you should continue that friendship. Even though I think the reality is, is that there's so many friends that not that you like outgrow the friendship, you just grow up and become totally different people. And if you're not compatible anymore as friends, I think that's totally okay. And it's something that's very natural in like your progression of how friendships go as you get older. Uh, yeah, I, I completely disagree. I don't think that true friendships, yeah. ones that are genuine and have value on both sides should feel like homework. I think- No, I totally agree. I just feel like I have become trapped into some of those friendships because as we have now let it go. identified, let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. But like all of my, what I love about my high school and college friends mm-hmm. is not the conversations that we have on any of my day-to-day life. It's very much a, when I see you, we'll be good friends again. And that night that, you know, that weekend when we go back for a wedding or if there's mm-hmm. this or that, we just fall back in and it's like, there's, it's like no time has passed. Absolutely. And I want to hear about what's happened, but the, the friendship and the value that I have with that person is because we get to share experiences together. Right. I'm just not someone who derives a ton of pleasure from like texting or like FaceTiming a hundred people from my past to keep up with everybody. Yeah. I'm moving on. They're moving on when I see them because it will happen again one day when it's supposed to. We'll talk about it then. Yeah, I mean, my good friends, I feel like like my good friends from like Canada and like high school and college, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, we might not talk every single day. And I would say that like, I'm definitely a bigger texter and communicator digitally than you are with yeah. friends. I've got to the point where I just like, hey, uh, let's hang out, text my girlfriend. Literally, oh my God, I feel like I'm like your assistant for making social plans on behalf of us as a couple. Yeah. And even honestly, like my new friends, I'll be like, hey, yeah, like, like my friends that you've never even met. Yes, yeah, like, yes. yeah, just text us both. Yes, well, yes. Because yes. we're gonna hang out all together, we are. Honestly, I would rather just do it. I would rather just do it. It's it's more organized that way. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think that like, I love nothing more than FaceTiming my best friend from high school, you know, for two hours once every other month. You know what I mean? We do like a catch up session. And like, if something crazy from our small hometown happens, like I might get a text from her to be like, yo, guess what happened or something. You know what I mean? And we still feel connected Mm -hmm. and are still connected with our past, obviously of everything that we've been through together, but we have the same expectations and are on the same paths of like growing up and doing our own things and going in and out of relationships and like hitting life milestones. And I feel like those are the healthiest ones when it feels low pressure, you're not like stressed about the expectations because I feel like that can get really, really toxic. I mean, I think that's the my, my favorite part about social media is not for the daily shit. It's like, oh shit, that dumbass got a, has a baby and text him and be like, yo, you have a human life that relies on you. Wow, that kid's fucked. Like that's fun. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, any guy can relate to the fact that like anyone that you went to high school with, right. like, no one screams, what a good father Jimmy will be. Right, right, when you're when you're 17. Yeah, no, yeah. so it's just like, it's fun. Like that, that's the thing that I think is 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 healthy. I think it's okay to grow out of relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not to say that like it ends, it's just like, and then that's it. Like I said, like if I see you, when I see you, it'll be good. And if I don't, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hard when like, if there's a friend that's holding on more than the other or there's an right. imbalance, you know what I mean? It's like that, that can get tricky for sure. But if there's a friend that is holding on or has more imbalance, then there almost needs to be closure to a degree on the old part of the relationship to move on. I get that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tough territory for sure. Um, Again, situational. What's great about (laughs) this is that I know that you have no um, issue keeping in touch with anyone you've ever hooked up with because it's not possible for you to be friends. You're welcome for that. 
You are absolutely welcome. All my generous lovers in the past. You know um, for a full-on fact, if you were on FaceTime yeah. with some dude that you had hooked up with in the past, you yeah. know I would come downstairs and like, ain't that the dude you used to hook up with? Hey, Robbie. I've never hooked up with a Robbie, but um, yeah. Also, but just I just wouldn't be FaceTiming with the dude that I've hooked up with. But you know that's my approach to it. That'd be funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. My approach would be um, her line would just go silent while you guys are FaceTiming. You wouldn't know why, but it was actually like low-key me um, through um, a chain of other things. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. I think I have a way to to sum all this shit up, right? About friendships and and exes and hookups as we typically do. Okay. Uh, Somehow we found a way to weave sex in once again. (laughs) Um, Do you think I would be friends? Uh Uh-huh. With any of your exes, uh-huh. on the basis that I didn't know that you ever dated. Um, no. Everyone that I have dated is incredibly different, like so worlds apart different. Um, like I've really sampled uh, the <laughs> the platter of different personality and just a rainbow of people. generous lovers. <laughs> We're never going to drop this, guys. Oh, my God. This one is sticking around for a long time, and I am so sorry. Roy G. of fellatio. Um, uh, oh, my God. Uh, fellatio. What a gross word. <laughs> um, mom, no. Mom, I, d- yeah, Donna, y- y- please. This is for you. No, 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 Donna, no. Um, okay, so you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think there's people, like, if you were put in a room with them, that you could have a good conversation. But I don't think that happens. That, that happens once every other yeah, month. Yeah, but I don't think you'd been like you would have been like, oh my god, damn! Like I connected with that dude so hard. Like right. I can't wait to grab a beer with them. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no one that I think that you would be like friend attracted to. <laughs> like you know, like you meet someone, you're like a friend boner. A friend boner. Yeah. No, that doesn't exist. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh my god, no! You know who I had a friend boner for? Um, Zach Cornedy's girlfriend Maggie. When I met Maggie. I and I told I, you know Maggie what? this. I told Maggie yeah, the other day. I was like, because right. she on her podcast, uh, you can sit with us, um, which is one of my faves. They were talking about like making friends when you're older, and I had an absolute friend boner for Maggie, and I was like, you are the sweetest human I've ever met, and I want to be friends with you. Um, okay, so it's a no go. It's it's a no. It's a no. Do you do you feel as if there would be? I mean, I just got such a range to choose from. I'm sure there's someone in there that I could be friends with. Why does everything have to be so pointed and negative? Do you, do you it's just like a fun thing that, I mean, it's like generous lovers, babe. It's 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 my generous lovers for you. So uh, deal with it. Uh, yeah, I, I do think you would be friends with at least one. No, 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 at least two. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my like serious high school girlfriend and okay. one, one of the girls I dated in college. Okay. And I think the other ones you'd fucking hate. Okay. And if you even had a, a, a whiff, a, a thought, a, a, just a, a, a moment's hesitation that uh-huh. they might have known me at one point in time. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be in the same zip code. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Okay. Just fuck. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> on that uh, positive note, <laughs> um, maybe now's a great time to stop, drop, roll, rate the podcast, subscribe, and download on your uh, podcast platform of mm-hmm. choice. Please do- like comment below if you're a Spotify or an Apple person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let us know what platform you prefer. Um, it, and, it helps us for science. And, yeah. And starting next week or week after kind of thing, um, we really like to maybe incorporate some of more of those themes that you suggested that you'd like us to talk about. Huh? Take some of the things people ask us to talk about and fucking talk about Oh, it. yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's any specific that you want us to discuss and share our perspectives on, 
um, to chat about. I texted, I texted my um, like public phone number and asked you guys what you want to hear on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can text me and let us know. You can drop us a comment if you're on YouTube or uh, tweet, Instagram, all the things. I don't know. Find a way to uh, just, uh, just I don't know, hit us up. Find a way. We're everywhere. Um, and let us know what you want us to discuss. Well said. Cool, 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 cool. Really uh, yeah, nailed yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> this has been a... What's the name of this podcast? You sounded like uh, Dak Shepard there. Um, okay, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, wow. Oh, that was your expert. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. That was really good. It, it, it sounds like a guy's voice trying to be like... Wow, no, that was impressive. Okay, well... Um, shout out Dak Shepard. Yeah, shout out. Um, just giving everyone the pod shout outs yeah, today. So this has been Armchair Expert. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> we'll see you next Hope week. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.